What's going on, people? What's going on? This is Lee Mims, Lee Mims Productions, here with We Got Something to Say. It's going to be a little bit of a different type of episode. If you, you didn't hear the regular intro, it's because I'm bringing to you a different vibe today. One of urgency. So I'm going straight to the point. I'm actually doing this as I ride into work. I am an officer, if you can't tell by now. I protect and serve. I do it with my heart, do it with my spirit, do it with body. I've been through some nightmare situations and I've been able to do it with the level of humanity in it. Sympathy, empathy, and all the likes. So I can't even rest with today's society and what's going on right now with the current situation of George Floyd. If you haven't heard about it, you've probably been under a rock somewhere. If you haven't heard about it, I will give people from other countries the uh, the past because maybe it's just being spoken of in the U.S., but it's definitely going across the U.S. There has been rioting, there's been looters, there has been quiet protests, there has been disruptive protests, there has been so much going on um, about this case. Short version... A gentleman was under arrest for an alleged $20 forgery case. He allegedly wrote a $20 check that was forged. Man ended up dying as a result of it. With a knee in his neck and three other officers holding him down. So for nine minutes, this gentleman is screaming he can't breathe. He can't breathe. He even cried out for his mom at some point. Doing his basically death. We can't even say arrest. Actually, it was an arrest, but this is just me being passionate. Um, As I first stated, I'm an officer. I am a minority. I'm African-American, black, Negro, at some point in history called colored. Whatever you want to call me, I look like George Floyd. At any point, it could be me or my sons underneath somebody's knee that's supposed to be protecting and serving for nine minutes and sent to see his or his maker. It's not cool. I can't sleep. I have not slept well probably since this case popped off. As if the pandemic isn't enough for officers, good officers to contend with because our policing style has to be adjusted because of the COVID-19. As if that's not enough. As if it's not enough to deal with systemic racism. Every time you walk out of the door or subjected to the system that we serve. As if it's not enough to be looked at as a thief when you go into stores in your regular clothes of the day. When I go shopping, I'm walked and followed behind in stores with my young son's because we don't look like the majority race. As if that's not enough to contend with every day. Now I got to deal with kickback once again. This is not the first case of a uh, person being killed under the color of law. It's not cool. I don't I don't get it. And that's time for officers to stand up the good ones all over the globe. 
It's not just good enough for the citizens to stand up. Officers have to stand up too, and it's being done. I'm so proud of the officers in uh, Camden, New Jersey for standing by the people and walking for a peaceful process. Also Newark, uh, very uh, two rough cities as far as statistics go. And here are some of the most peaceful uh, protests that has gone on thus far. Uh, I don't know what the answer is. And if you pay attention to my podcast, a lot of times I stay in the happiness zone. 365 days of happiness through um, um, preparation, perception, and people. And that's actually a book that I have out. It's on Amazon. It's probably in this link. There's a link somewhere near this um, this podcast. You go out of it. You can support that way. Um, I put out tons of instrumental music and positivity, and but I just I don't have the answer. It seems like a lot of us are putting out positivity, and it seems like it gets beat out by the negativity. That random acts of kindness that officers all over the globe do. It just seems like it's undermined by single acts. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of officers that are holding up this badge the way they should. And you have those horrible apples that we can't afford to be in the bunch. We just can't afford it. Historically, and I tell this to black, white officers and other. Historically, black folk have had a problem with law enforcement since the beginning of time in America. How can you start out in slavery and then a constitution is written that black men are three-fifths of a person and now you're trying to figure out how to correct the system that was built on that premise? How? You said we were objects. Then you wonder why officers go out here and act like they do. They're still operating under that same premises. The premise. Got me, you can't even say the word right. Got me all fired up in here. This has to change. The system itself is a very special system that we're in. If you paid attention to detail, there were two autopsies done for Floyd. One done by the county that the action took place in. And then they had an independent autopsy. The first one negated the fact that this man had a knee in his neck for damn nine minutes and the other one says the causation of his death was asphyxia which means the knee that was in his neck how do you have two opposing uh, medical examiner reports come on now stop trying to hide it this is why things keep getting done you keep trying to hide things What's wrong is wrong. Now, just trying to say some other story that's out there. I don't know what it is, but if this man had a beef with George Floyd, why do it under the color of law? Why in uniform? If you got a problem, you need to see that man without the uniform, without your backup buddies. They basically were the present-day lynch mob. Times have changed. The uniforms have changed somewhat. Gone from the KKK hooded 
sheets to putting on this uniform and doing dirty. This is why some of our older folks that grew up in the times of segregation can't stand cops. This is why the nervousness and the fear and the anxiety is so high in the community of minorities. Can't be trusted. Even in other countries, law enforcement is dirty. I've had immigrants I pulled over for justified reasons. I end up helping them out at the end of the car stop because they're so fearful. I'm here to help, not hurt. But then again, I got stories upon stories upon stories wearing this uniform next to some so-called partners, racial slurs, degradation. And I'm supported by admin. They told me I needed to get used to it. Oh, this person wasn't racist. These remarks weren't hurtful. Get some tough skin. But then what happens is you leave guys like myself to our own devices to remedy situations. And then you can be brought up on charges of uh, not getting along, intimidation, things of that nature. Well, guess what? Balance it out for all. Black, white, Hispanic, other. Everybody should be able to work under the color of the law together. If you're going out to help citizens, it should be a togetherness. To pay attention to detail and look up Robert Peel, who instituted the nine principles of law enforcement. Community is one of them. It sounds corny, but without no unity, you have no community. Look at the spelling of the word. Unity is sitting right there in the community. Take the unity out. What do you have? Nothing. I don't know what can be done. I don't know. People keep talking about putting laws into effect. Now they need to stand up with the laws that's already in effect. If you commit murder, you go to jail. You go to prison then afterwards. Man, I don't know. So frustrated. I can't sleep. I woke up this morning with knots in my stomach knowing I gotta put this uniform on. And it's not fear of the job. I've been doing this job 16 years. I've been in some of the worst jails. I've been in some of the worst situations. Came out on top. God's mercy and grace. Love and kindness have I drawn there. You don't have to believe in the Bible. You don't have to believe in the Quran. You don't have to believe in the higher power. You should believe in the power of love, kindness, mercy, grace, patience, temperance, self-control. I thought I would do this podcast and route to work. I'm very artistic and I thought it would be a great way to channel everything I have to say in a minimal amount of time. Because it only takes me about 20 minutes to get to work. So excuse me if you hear some of the noise banging around. I woke up this morning, 1.32 a.m., ready to tell my story. I hear my wife in the bathroom. She can't sleep. And she's telling me all was ailing her and the concerns that she has as a mother. We got two black sons, two big boys, kind as they want to be. But guess what? It ain't going to be their temperament that might get them hurt. It might be the color of their skin. Shit is crazy. I'm sorry. 
I don't mean that think it's the first time I use exclamatories in my podcast. I apologize. I'm very angry. I'm very disturbed. I come out here and I fight every day for the week. And here the so-called strong is pummeling on the weak. Take the first case, America. But then when you have the leader having undertones that causes the seeds of hatred to be watered and bloom, this is what you get. You don't get a pretty rose, you get a cactus. I'm sick of it. All I can do is continue being me, positive, uplifting, and continue on my grind to try to heal a little bit of part of the nation that I can do. Some days I just want to melt this badge in the fire and just go ahead and retreat to the mountains somewhere and have my own farm and raise my kids and have my wife and my dog out in the middle of nowhere. But it's not time for that. It's time to stand up, pull together. Make this nation a great nation. It's supposed to be one for freedom. It's supposed to be for the brave, the proud. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm going to leave you with this story. One of many stories I have never forget my two sons several years ago they wanted a chocolate cake party it's 11 p.m. at night they were off for school I thought they deserved it plus I love my dudes my wife looks at me and says it's too late it's 11 o'clock why are you going out this time of night and I'm looking at her like this ain't slavery times I don't need no papers to go to and fro if I feel like going to get some chocolate cake I serve and protect. I should be able to get some cake for my boys. Boy, she was right. I was wrong. While I'm route to get this chocolate cake, I'll never forget we were at a red light at an intersection driving a PT Cruiser. Cars properly handled. Registration, insurance, got driver license on deck. Just in case we get pulled over. A PT Cruiser, not a high-profile car at all cop eyeballs me from across the intersection. I ignore it. My kids pick up on it. We keep driving into another town. Cop follows me bumper to bumper waiting for me to speed. Here is where the conversation ensues that probably majority race doesn't have to. How to respond if law enforcement pulls you over without just calls. Sad. But this is how I raise my black sons. Prepare them for injustice. Figure that one out. Went through another town. Another cop car follows me. So now I know, because I am a cop, you radio to the next town talking because that's what we do. Talk to the next town over if you think you got something. That was a misuse of power there. Followed me almost three towns out. Way out of your jurisdiction. What was the probable cause? You need probable cause to pull somebody over, which is not reasonable suspicion. Reasonable suspicion could be out of bias and prejudice. Oh, that looks like a good car stop. No, you need probable cause, sir. You need probable cause, ma'am. Tail light out. Flat tire, even. I wouldn't do it. 
If I saw a flat tire, I would help you change the tire. But then again, I'm the idiot that shouldn't be in law enforcement. Let some of these good old boys tell it. Because I want to help. Probable cause is tenant windows and states that tent is forbidden. Speeding. Not having your seatbelt on. Not the passenger not having their seatbelt on. Of course, that passes by too. You could do a car stop on that, but that's weak to me. You just digging. Now, if you know you got somebody that's a heavy hitter and you can't get to them and you see somebody without their seatbelt on, then why? That's fine. But if you just messing with people because you can, uh, you didn't have your seatbelt on, I'm pulling you over just to harass people because they look like they don't belong in the town. White people in black towns, black people in white towns. That doesn't fly. You're the problem. We need to do better. Chocolate cake shouldn't be that hard. Driving with your kids shouldn't be that hard. Women driving home alone shouldn't be scared because a cop gets behind them. People that break down on the side of the road shouldn't be fearful to get a hand from a cop. Come on, people. Do better. You're messing up the badge and what it stands for for everybody else. I'm Lee Mims. It's another Lee Mims Productions podcast. You want to go ahead and subscribe. You don't want to miss anything that I'm throwing out here. It's nothing but passion and love in this community that I'm a part of. Love you guys. Thank you for supporting. Check out my book, 365 Days of Happiness. And that is going to be through preparation, perception, and people. Have a good day.